Hello and welcome to Pals Pulls, another banger week in the comics industry. We, of course, have five. How many? Five books to talk about. We have Avengers Twilight, number one. I didn't get the standard cover for this one. I, I wanted to go a little different. Oh, um, couldn't tell you who did it, but I like it. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, number 42. The Gang War is still raging. Cobra Commander, number one, the debut, which because of how many times I've seen the first two pages, I was like, have I read this before? But um, Wonder Woman, number five. And the book that won the listener pick poll this week. Oh, boy. We'll talk, you know, it's the elephant in the room, so of course we have to address it. Uh, John Constantine, Hellblazer, Dead in America, number one. Rarely have I been more disappointed. And frankly, I gotta say, a little bit humiliated. I'm not humiliated. Why would I be humiliated? How are you going to tell me how I feel? I don't feel humiliated at all. Sean, it's okay. I don't. You know why? It's fine. No, it's okay. It's, I don't. I. You don't get defensive I, about it. I. I would like to speak. Thank you. I don't feel humiliated about it because what I asked people to do, what I asked, was for the minions to show themselves. What I didn't account for is the amount of people who genuinely wanted to read this book, independent of you. Okay. Okay. Let's. Let's not get exaggerated here. What's an exaggeration is your idea that people that you have any sway over this audience. They love me. One of the things that I saw in the in the discussion about this book this book was that World's Finest was the the, the front runner come Saturday. Um, mm. And most people were like, "Yeah, I know that's a good book already." Like, do I want to mm. hear you talk about a known quantity? No, they wanted to hear something a little different. So that made sense to me in that context. Yeah, it's an issue one versus an issue, what, 23 or something? like. Well, you wanted it, you're going to get it. Hello, welcome to everybody that is listening to us live. Thank you for joining us. Super Chats are open. Make sure you drop those likes as we get into the first book on the docket. Avengers Twilight, book one, not issue one, book one. Chip Zdarsky and Daniel Acuna. With letters by Corey Pettit. This is Old Man Cap. You know, Captain America in, you know, and and many other Marvel characters in a future that hasn't gone so great. Where something appears to have occurred that has caused sentiment around superheroics to plummet. Um, And Cap is pining for the old days and the old ways. And something is happening that is bringing him back out into the into the fray. This is something that Chip wrote, I believe he said, in 2019 when the world was, you know, in a different place, I guess we can say. And I definitely think that's reflected in the in the material. This is a very this is a book that feels very Trump era, but it also has its roots in things like The Dark Knight Returns and, you know, Old Man Logan and all manner of end of days uh, superhero books. It still felt very modern to me. Yeah. Which is weird to say about a book from four years ago. I mean, because fake news still exists. You know? ah. <laughs> like the the the, one of the main gripe of this book, uh, it hasn't changed in real life. So it, it's still 
pertinent. Yeah, I mean, I I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty strong. Um, I I I really appreciate the idea of you know Captain America, Steve Rogers, as this like not eternal, but you know consistent presence who has watched the world pass him by as a real person. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that he looks at things and the way that things are changing around him and him kind of going, wait, I'm not willing to give up on the ideals that I have that I still believe in, even if the world doesn't necessarily reflect them anymore. That takes me back to his stance in Civil War, you know, where he was wrong, but he was right. Um he he wasn't willing to let the world move on because he knew that it was wrong, even if the people didn't see it that way. I appreciate that version of Steve because that's more complicated to me. I I really liked this issue. Um, I like an out of continuity story, um, and I think Chip does some really really fun stuff. If you read any of if you read his uh, Spider Man, um, uh. uh what was it? Life Spider-Man? story. Life story. That's what it was. Um, and him tackling kind of the Avengers sort of, it's mostly just a cap story at this point, but how mm-hmm. things can shift in this world. And it's very sci-fi the way that the future is in this, in this world. It's um, more blade runnery than anything. Um, and the fact that he has Daniel Cunha with him on art, like I'm a huge Daniel Cunha fan. You know, we, we did our Uncanny Avengers discussion on a book club. Check that out in the book club playlist on YouTube. Um, so I'm a big fan of his stuff. So seeing him here, and I think he was doing some really good stuff here. The the His ability to draw a grumpy old dude is amazing. Uh, and there's a lot of them in this. There's a lot of people who felt like, the you know, the world's kind of passed them by in this. And they're the people we know. It's Matt Murdock. It's Luke Cage. It's It's... You know, Steve Rogers. And I like how there's just a bit of a twist on the characters, too. Um, Luke Cage's skin just deciding to seize up on him was an interesting little bit mm. um, that I think Chip's very good at. Um, I thought there was a lot of good things in this. This, this is my pick of the week. Um, I think I, I made the mistake of reading this right after. I, I've, been, I've been reading Dark Knight Returns for the for the book club. So I made the mistake of reading this last night right after a chapter of, of that. And so it immediately felt derivative, not to uh, not to bring this book down, because I think what Chip does is he he's able to communicate, I think, to, to what Tyler just called out, a lot of that that emotion that there's some beats here with the heart attack that I think, you know, catch kind of catch you. Um, uh, but it, it, it didn't draw me in as much as I would have thought it might have, or at least in comparison to what I had been reading for um in preparation for the book club um so i unfortunately made that comparison but i think on the art front uh the way that it transitions in the first two pages to bright color from this like kind of um more more standard you know you you see uh not muddled but um they're just base base colors to all of a sudden you get these highlights and accents and i think the world building that gets done through the art um, and through acuna's art in particular uh, i think is really well done um he has this sort of, uh, it looks like oil painting um, when it comes to shading. It's not necessarily um, applied directly on the, there's not a lot of shading on the face and he uses a lot of variation of, of grays and different tones in order to accentuate um, depth. 
And so I thought that that really came through in the book. Um, I had a good time with it otherwise. Yeah. Um, I, I thought this was great. This was also my pick of the week. Uh, even if I think there's a lot more depth that I need to see before I'm ready to call this a success mm. as a series. The ideas that are presented are all good and well, but we've certainly seen them before. I need to see what Chip is going to do that's different and how he's going to mine more how different this world is and why Steve Rogers needs to be the POV of this story or why this story needs to be told at all. Absolutely. Mm. And for me, like I, I echo Sean's uh, points about, about the story overall. I just, this is a personal thing. I've never liked Daniel Acuna. Mm. This is some of the best Acuna I've ever seen. Um, but it's still just, it's just not for me. You know, I certainly understand that Acuna is an acquired taste or maybe not, maybe, maybe just a little bit harder to get into, um, because it's different. Uh, I, I really like Acuna's work and I, I've pretty much always been a fan, but I think maybe really, really early on, I wasn't as much. Um, not for everybody, but for me, this is some of the best Daniel Acuna that I've ever seen. It's great, the, great art. The, the colors on any page where there's color mm. is uh, off the off the charts. Which are his colors? It's worth. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, I was just looking for a credit, but yeah, they yeah. must. They must be. Mm. And he, he tries different stuff in, you know, different styles. Like I'm looking at this uh, uh, page where Cap's walking around out in, you know, public for the first time. And he's got like the um, the uh, caricature of the the old Cap, the old superhero Cap, you know, with the, the blonde hair and the big mm -hmm. chin and stuff like that. And there's, you know, bits and pieces that, look different and look stylized which are good and are cool uh but for me it's uh, it's still a coot yeah mm. is it the lack of line work because that's one thing with the queen that i that i've always appreciated there's really no line work it's mostly the colors doing the forming i don't know man i'm looking at a lot of lines here really, i mean um, maybe i'm just looking at the cover and that's it Make, I think, I think, I think it might be a texture thing. Sure. Yeah. It's a little grainy. I think not so much like a small wood, but there's texture. That, and then combined with, um, sort of almost maybe attempts at photorealism. And that's not to say they're successful or not successful. They just, for me, maybe they lean a little bit too far. Fair enough. Uh, pick of the week. I want to see where this goes. I need Chip to get deeper now that we've gotten through the first issue. I think it's good enough to buy uh, and give a chance to. It, it, it's funny that Marco brought up the uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns uh, analogy because there is a Frank Miller Captain America lightning bolt variant for this. So you know Frank Miller's been oh, doing. It really? It's literally just the cover of Dark Knight Returns, but with Cap. So 
Did you guys, uh, did you guys see the, the chip insert? No, no. He, he's, um, when they're doing the, the, the TV show, uh, the interview, he's, um, he's one of the camera guys who turns out, he's like, no cap. Like Rogers, Mr. Rogers, come back. Oh, really interesting. Chip's done that before. So. Oh yeah, sure enough. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, this pull for me. Yeah, same. Easy pull. Easy pull, and I think uh, uh, I'm confident that this is going to grow into something, especially just knowing Chip's work. He's, he's, he has something of his sleeve, I think. I think it might be my pick of the week. I'm on the fence, but I think it might be. Stay on the fence. Stay on the fence. It won't be your thing, I promise. Well. Look. I, 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 this is nothing to do with Avengers Twilight. You fuckers, you fuckers voted for Constantine, okay? And I see Anthony saying in the chat, I should be embarrassed. I have no reason to be embarrassed, okay? This is, this is, come on, please. But for all that voting that you did, right? I want to see that same energy in the chat, and I want to see it in the views. Where are you people at? I want to see it. I want to see it since everybody's such a big fan, right? Of, of this, uh, of this book and of Marco. I want to see it. They all live in the UK, Sean, if they're Constantine fans, I think. So I, they might just catch the VOD. Good. Yeah. Good. Watch the VOD. Enjoy it. Don't, don't watch you in my chat. Good. <laughs> Some people have taste. I appreciate everybody that voted for world's finest shit. I would have been happy to read Jackpot. I mean, if we're going to be talking about the next book, they reference it in this, and I'm like, what the hell is happening in that book? Oh, right. Um, so, anyways, I want to mention patreon.com slash pals, where if you love Marco so much, you can pay him. Uh, <laughs> we, we have, you should. We, you, absolutely, you, should. you absolutely should. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Um, we've got a lot of, of stuff on offer there. A hundred plus posts. Uh, dozens of, or at least a dozen. Got to be dozens now. Of uh, palling around episodes. Dozens of newsletters. All kinds of stuff. You get to vote in the book club poll. We've got a lot of more. We got a lot more things on offer that are coming down the pipe for patrons. So join today at patreon.com slash the comics pals. Channel members on YouTube, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Thank you all so much. We appreciate your support. Hope you're enjoying your early access videos, your emojis in the chat, and uh, more things to come. Uh, we've got an announcement coming this Saturday, in fact, for our channel members. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of the listener pick poll, the most recent one is up right now. And guess what, guys? There is another Spurrier in it. Come on. Every week with this? Every week with this. What so here's where we stand right now. Thing. These are the books. Oh. Titans Beast World number five. The Flash number five. Immortal Hulk number six. And Holy Roller number three. So Beast World and Flash are tied at 33%. Immortal Hulk dragging us down at 8%. And Holy Roller at 25%. So you guys Immortal keep your... 
Sorry? Immortal Thor. Immortal Thor, excuse me. Uh, don't don't shift away. Open another tab, however it is you do it. Make sure you get your vote in. Wait till the end of the episode, whatever it is you want to do. But make sure you get your vote in. I want to see the numbers on this poll eclipse the ones from the last poll. That's what I want to see. I can't so believe I have happen. to vote for Beast World. Oh, I'm definitely voting for Beast World. I'm furious. Thor is such a better book. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's a BS pick now. It's a fucked pick. I have to I have to vote for Joseph Robinette Biden a second time. Are you kidding me? You live in the UK, all right? I can still vote. You vote for a guy with an enlarged prostate. That's who you vote for. Oh wait, no, he's he's a royal. That's not how that works. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not British. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Let's get into oh what was there a listener comment you wanted to read here? Uh, Roboter says get them flash votes in if you want to see pure rage. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're 100 right. Oh god, Aaron. Um, you know I, I I let the minions vote with their hearts. I mean TikTok came in clutch for you there there Marco. I think the minions live on TikTok. It's all that short form media. It's just easier for them to yeah. To and you gather. know yeah. you know what's so funny too, and this is this is to further prove the point. So. I didn't make I didn't get my friends and family to vote. I didn't I just said, "Hey guys, if you if you want to prove that they're that you're Marco's minions and go vote for Constantine and it was losing." Marco made a fucking video to campaign for three people to vote three videos for people to campaign. Why should I be embarrassed? I didn't make a video. I did what I do. I came in here, got my mic and said my piece. This fucker put beg. in action. <laughs> Sean didn't beg. Yeah, I didn't beg anybody. I told you guys, if this is what you want, go do it. And you did it. What does that have to do with me? Why should I be embarrassed? Game is game, you know? I never yeah. said you were embarrassed. I don't know why you're getting defensive. I didn't you, say you I, said it. I'm not referring I, to you. No, you you helped insinuate it. Hmm? Absolutely. Hmm? <laughs> Absolutely. It's all right. Let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 42. This is written by Zeb Wells. Start by John Romita Jr., Scott Hanna on the inks, Marcio Menez on colors, Joe Caramagna on the letters. Gang war part, who knows? Uh, <laughs> it continues, you know, from where we left off last week, pretty much literally. Uh, we get more with Kingpin and Tombstone, where we sort of learn that Kingpin's been playing underneath this whole thing the whole time. Uh, and a scene that, quite frankly, just makes the last issue irrelevant but um you know we get some madam mask stuff with beetle which is fine uh to be honest you this is the worst issue of amazing spider-man in a long time i i thought this was this was a pretty rough comic book by the last double page spread where both like final groups of gangs meet in central park at 1 p.m yeah. to have <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> the warriors standoff I laughed, not because I was having the time of my life like I mostly would with this book, but because I was like, how fucking stupid is this going to get? Like, this is so dumb. And that's okay because I'm not saying that the book's been rocket science the whole way through. I'm just saying that this is the issue where even I, the biggest defender of this book on all of YouTube, had to go, wait a moment. What exactly is Zeb Wells smoking on? This felt like an issue where it's like, all right, all the tie-ins need to be a certain amount of issues. 
So that means the main story needs to be a certain amount of issues. And this felt like filler. Like, nothing really progresses in this issue. Uh, I When I opened the book, I looked at the – I glanced at the map. And I'm last issue was the first issue I'd read. And I looked at the map, and I went, nothing's changed here. So what do we? What am I doing? No progress. Um, but before we continue, uh, just shout out to Tom Account. For, uh, thank you so much for the super chat. It says Flash by Spurrier Book Club, June twenty twenty four. Whoa! I'm not saying it's going to happen, but thank you. My man put in his lowest amount he's ever paid us to. Like, <laughs> but 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 my thing is this, Marco. Why are you thanking him? Did you work? Do you work on the Flash? It's not a vote for you. It's a vote for Flash. Why are you Actually, thanking him? Cy Spurrier is, a, is, a, is Oh, a, I thought you were thanking him for the for voting for that book. Hey, 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 no need to get so defensive on me, dude. I, you're just coming at me today. I, I'm just here. <laughs> I'm wearing the shades. I'm 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 just I'm, I'm commenting on the on the listeners. That's it. I can't wait till we get to to Constantine and then Sean's like, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I feel like the 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 biggest gripe here is has also for me been just the art continues to be so uh, condensed and in your face. I, I don't have space. I'm, cl- I'm uh, it's claustrophobic, and and I'm I don't enjoy that. It it doesn't feel clean, and it doesn't give me room to even enjoy scenes because I'm I'm looking at faces or, or torsos most of the time, and not great ones. <laughs> yeah. Well. Sean, which cover Ooh. did you get for this this one? Oh, the, the cover A. Yeah, just the Oh, with uh, our boy Spidey with the stanky leg again? Yo, crazy, bro. Why? <laughs> Why? What is going on with that? I have a big gripe with the cover of this, honestly. Um, yeah. And, and okay, I have been a Ramita stan on this. Yeah. Um, I still think the art in the, in, the, in the actual issue, not that bad. I don't... <laughs> I don't Come care on. much for his uh, when he does wide <laughs> shots like that that uh, that West Side Story shot at the end. Um, yeah, <laughs> people are just blobs at that point. And I think his his ability to draw hair is not the best. Um, but this cover is rough. Uh, I do not like Beetle's new costume. That's a roach. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what's going on. It looks like a gimp suit. It, it looks does. like penance in a way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Um, and then, and then the covers like there's all this. It's not even blank space. It's not negative space. Like you could just make Spider-Man a little more in the foreground and to fill up that space. It's just empty with an ugly color. Looks like skin, you know. It's just not a good cover. A few months ago, Ramita posted that he was on vacation. You know, I don't know Hawaii or something. It looked tropical, and he was. Uh, Doing art while he was on vacation, I ha- I have to wonder if that's what this book was. And just... It's not just his, it's not just his part. Like Kingpin and Tombstone look like they got sprayed with ketchup on their face. Like that just yeah. doesn't look like blood. I'm holding up the page right now with them both bloody, and it just looks odd. And then also Tombstone. Like he on that page, he looks like a zombie, and I get I get it with Tombstone, but not just a zombie. Like a, I don't even know how to describe it. Like he's got like look at his hair, you know, he just looks really weird. And then the mouth, like the teeth. Yeah, the it, teeth. It, it doesn't is. look like a guy who just had a fight. It just it just, I don't know. 
Romita yeah. Romita didn't hasn't done the best work on this uh, run. I love far. his Typhoid Mary though. I think Typhoid Mary is great. That the the one bit on this that I really enjoyed was that one panel where Kingpin just essentially admits that the whole fight was foreplay for him and Typhoid. Yeah, uh, and then he boops around the nose with his cane. I'm like, all right, I I both hate that and I love it at the same time. But but it undercut so much because like yeah, that's that the entire like, previous issue. Yeah, yeah, like and and that was at least entertaining because they were having a fight and you know the the, the form and structure aside on that end, but it it landed so flat here. Yeah, that was really bad, and also. Um... You know, this is the life or death situation for everybody that's there. I just don't. Kingpin is a more calculated person than to just have a physical fight that that's this threatening for kicks. I just don't really buy it. Like Tombstone is a threat. He's yeah. always been a threat. He's a They've killer. Mr. Sinistered him. Yeah. He's a joke now. I And look, this uh, Madam Mask monologue about her dad i don't know i feel like an idiot i didn't get it or her dad's count nefaria i guess yeah yeah her dad's a super villain and he you know treated her badly whatever i don't know why they had to try to justify why they want to be the the like i don't think that Madame Mask should win over Beetle because she had a troubled childhood. Why would yeah. I care? I don't give mm. a shit. They're villains. And how how would that how would that convince Beetle to just turn everything over? Oh shit, your dad's a villain. All right. You know what? You got it. You can be the queen pin. You got it. Like I mean, damn, my dad's only a mob boss. Ugh. Shit. Stump. I've never been more disappointed in this book. I, I really, I really was shocked. I would pass on this. I do pass on this. I, I don't think if you're a casual ASMer and you don't necessarily care to keep up with every single issue, you can easily skip this, not miss a beat. I'm sure it'll get great again, but this is a huge downswing. Yeah, yeah. I think I pass pass on this until Gang War ends. Frankly. Yeah. I think we've got Bye another me. issue yeah. or so. Something like that. In Spider-Man. Yeah. This is part 16 of 24. Nice. Woof. Nice. Hey, what um, what order did you guys read the books in this week, by the way? I read them backwards. Sorry, that was 27. <laughs> Do you typically read them in the order that we're going to cover them, Sean? Not necessarily. I, I have my own personal reading order. It just so happens that it was... It was the opposite from what the reading order was I'll be or honest. what the books were. The first book I read was Hellblazer because I was most excited for it. It's Dang. the first book I read, too, not because I was most excited for it. I think yeah, I read the Band-Aid uh, off. Cap first. Yeah, Cap and then Hellblazer. This I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, I read man. Cobra last. But that's all I remember. Because I did that like an hour ago. <laughs> Tommy yeah. Count says, wow, Sean passing on ASM is like me passing a kidney stone. Hurt like hell, but hopefully temporary. Damn. Uh, well, I hope it's permanent that you have gotten rid of your kidney stones forever in that scenario. Uh, I am sure that I will enjoy ASM again. 
I will never give up hope. I mean, I, this is the only issue that I haven't loved in 20 or more. So yeah, I'm into it. Track record's still good. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about Cobra Commander. Number one from the Energon universe. Joshua Williamson wrote it with Andrea Milana on art and Elisa Leone on colors and Russ Wooten on the letters. I think by now we've all seen the opening uh, sequence where Cobra Commander, you know, kills this dude off panel for a ride, which, of course, you know, why would a guy have a car that cool parked out of a bar that shitty? But, you know, be that as it may. <laughs> Um, quickly, we're introduced to some kind of crazy, you know, I mean, it's called Cobra La. It's some kind of crazy compound where, you know, Cobra hangs out, I guess. Um, and we see the origins of Cobra Commander. You know, this is a character that I don't think, I don't know if any of you guys do have any familiarity with, but I know I don't. And this issue feels like it told me everything I needed to know about the character and i got it and i appreciated it for that even if i didn't absolutely love this issue yep i'm, I'm right there with you uh, there was so much revealed here that it was exciting to find out um oh he's from a different planet kind of thing and it's like oh there's like the these uh he's a scientist and what, what i what i conceived of it being related to gi joe felt so different mm -hmm. um and uh, I, I feel more like I have a better grasp of the character and um, I had a, actually maybe not that much fun. It, it, it informed me, but uh, it, it, and it did the work that it needed to, to communicate the story. Um, I think I need a bit more. This is the first issue to just introduce. So I think I need a bit more in terms of action and seeing who Cobra commander is. We got some of it here, um, but I think I want to see more of what, his ultimate goal is going to be post um, trying to serve, what is the guy's name? Uh, the long name. Globulus. 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 Yeah. Globulus. Yeah. For me, I, I had fun with this. I don't know anything about Cobra Commander. G.I. Joe is a massive blind spot for me. Um, the, the, the most I know about G.I. Joe and Cobra Commander are the, uh, the robot chicken sketches where Cobra <laughs> Commander goes uh, undercover and falls in love with Joe or whatever. Tremendous sketch of you. Want to look it up? Uh, but um, my thing was I didn't quite get why Commander didn't kill Globulus. Like his loyalty there really I'm confused. So, like, Cobra Commander is supposed to be, like, this super scary dude. But now there's somebody above him, and he answers to somebody who is scarier than him. So, I think the the, the what you see after the first scene is going back to how he became this. And so he's not quite as scary. He's not so scary yet. Yeah, okay. he's not Cobra Commander yet. That's the vibe I got. So yeah, okay. I did a deep dive on this because I had no idea what the hell was going on, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, but yeah, so all <laughs> Cobra Commander and all those people come from an ancient civilization called Cobra Law, 
and Globulus is the leader of it. And essentially, Cobra fights and tricks his way through the ranks to become the right-hand man so that he can then trick him to become the lead. So I felt like we were in that spot where it's like, all right, I'm not taking over everything just yet. Okay. But I'm gaining a, a higher uh, a degree of power so I can then gain followers underneath me. I don't feel like that because this scene where he speaks to the the Decepticon, uh, he says, I was honest with Galobulus. My loyalty to him and Cobra Law is steadfast. I think he really does. He really is a loyalist. I'm going off the original lore, so I don't know what's going to happen in this. Yeah, sure, but, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Because once was... I read this, I was like, I thought I knew what G.I. Joe was. And then yeah. we get introduced to Cobra Law, which, doing some digging, apparently is controversial. <laughs> uh, it was in the G.I. Joe cartoon movie. Um, yeah. And it was just like, whoa, okay, this is a thing that happened. Um, uh, whereas it was traditionally more, you know, uh, wartime stuff, I believe. Um, and it kind of made it a little more sci-fi. And I think, like, Cobra even goes into, like, Transformers at one point. It's There's actual comics that do Transformers, Cobra stuff, so... There's a lot of weird stuff in it. And I appreciate Williamson's ability to, like, go for the weird thing in this. Because mm -hmm. um, this was not the book I expected on multiple fronts. I mean, friggin' Megatron's yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I did not expect Megatron's first uh, 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 appearance. I guess he showed up in the last issue of Transformers. Uh, but to be in Cobra Commander. Um, this kind of blows up the whole idea of the Energon universe, too. With Cobra getting glimpses into outer space, uh, uh, assumedly to what's happening in Void Rivals too, um, mm -hmm. oh. so this really blows up the universe, and I I am excited for what hap what what's going to happen going forward. Yeah, it seems like he's getting perspective, and he's yeah. a planner, so that means he's going to be ready for these kinds of things. He's going to have you know upper hands here and there that's going to play nicely into whatever reveal come down the line. There's a there's a typo that just for some reason I cannot get out of my brain. Um, In the book, yeah, one of the dudes is like the mob will kill us all when they see that we have done, that we have committed crimes against our ways. I assume it was supposed to be what we have done. Yeah, I got, I think I caught that too. Yeah, yeah, that there's, that took me right off the book. There's another typo in one of the books we read this week. Like yeah. a letter was wrong. I just forget which book it was. Uh, and the art's great. This is this the art's real strong here. You know what it really reminded me of is uh, Umbrella Academy. Wow, Gabriel Bond, Fabio Moon. I think in just like in some of the shapes and like, especially like Cobra Commander shape. You know, just like his his overall silhouette and like some of the um, I don't know, maybe some of the more um. Far away panels, I guess you know, not necessarily where we're looking at a body close up. Hmm. And I and I looked into uh, it was Andre Milana, and they're not the most prolific artist either. Like, there's not much out. I think it was mostly just Dolly in the Dark, which was a Mad Cave book in 2023, and that's it. Oh, wow. So coming into this, like the sequentials are good. Like it's some pretty solid stuff. That one shot yeah. of of Megatron glaring and his eye lights up. I was like, oh, 
That's, That's cool. good stuff there. Um, yeah, I thought the art was very good. Yeah. Cool. A lot of fun. It's a mini. Uh, I don't know if we oh, know. Right? Yeah. I don't know if we know how many issues it is, but it's meant to show us the rise of Cobra Commander and sort of bridge the gap between G.I. Joe and Duke and everything else. So uh, it does its job very effectively, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Same, Paul. I like the idea of these being minis too, because um, you could do a whole bunch of minis for like random characters. I, I want to get to a point where we have a shipwrecked mini, just the weird GI Joe characters. He essentially looked like one of the village people, Marco. I mean, he had a parrot. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is a pull for me. Yeah, easy pull. Okay. Uh, oh, Roboter says. I have not kept up with G.I. Joe in years, but still have a soft spot for the IP. Yeah, I definitely think if you are remotely intrigued by the reviews we've been doing for these books or just, you know, interested in your own right, it's worth jumping on. It's good stuff for sure. Let's talk Wonder Woman number. Go ahead. Uh, he just had one more question, too. He said, is Larry Hama still doing G.I. Joe? Yes, once it comes back an image, I think this or next month. Uh, there is a new G.I. Joe. It's a continuation of that. So, uh, Wonder Woman number five by Tom King, Daniel Semper, Tamu Moray. Um, it's Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh man, it's Wonder Woman versus the Wonder Girls in various tests of skill to determine whether or not they're going to be allowed to help her in the upcoming battle with the sovereign and with everybody else. And on the other end, the sovereign is building his own, his own team. Uh, Clayton Cowles on the letters, by the way, DC loves to put their credits in obscure places. Um, I do not enjoy this comic book. Yeah, I do not. the The tone in which you recounted, uh, what happened in this book, said all you needed to say. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like somebody pissing your Cheerios this morning. Like, I this book shouldn't be this boring. Yep, it just shouldn't. It's crazy. It's cr I don't understand. Let's see. This comic book was $5. This is the fifth issue, right? Oh, wow. So $25 already on this series. Mm. And nothing has happened. We have spent more time reading the Sovereign talking to Trinity than anything else. Nothing has happened. This is crazy. When you buy the trade of this, which is probably going to be six issues long, you will have no idea where things are going. Nothing has happened. I love this issue. <laughs> um, this feels like a powder keg to me. That's how I'm reading this. There's a lot. It, it, it's, it's constant build up and build up and build up. And stakes, especially in this, with all the, the the rogues being introduced into the mix now, stakes being lifted and lifted, um, and then this issue also posits the stakes being even worse because now there's 
loved ones involved with Wonder Woman. Uh, and something's going, something big is going to happen. And I'm enjoying that, but I can see how, in terms of big plot, not much is really happening. But I'm enjoying the ride so far. But why Why did we need an issue like the last one with, you know, the, the little kid? Why couldn't why couldn't this have been issue two? Yeah, why, it, why did we have to watch them play games and shoot arrows? That was that was art aside because the art is is absolutely crushing. Like Tempera is on another tier. But that aside, why the fuck did we have to see that? That was crazy. I, it, it, so for me, it's not about the content of what they did. It's the fact that it's in, it's exploring the relationships that Wonder Woman has with each of her daughters, uh, especially when the whole story is leading up to her actually having or adopting a daughter. Um, you know, it shows how Yara is more of a it's she's not as attached to Wonder Woman. It's a more skill based thing. Uh, how um, you know Cassie is the much more fighter of it, and and they they understand that. Like I I enjoyed that as a as a I thought it was a well-done, quick intro to those relationships because, honestly, those relationships have not really been on paper as directly in years. So kind of reestablishing where the, they are. Uh, I, for me, it wasn't about arm wrestling or shooting arrows. It was more about the discussion. Yeah, but that's what was on the page. Like That's what I had to pay $5 for. You're paying for subtext, too. Yeah, but interesting things can happen. Nothing has happened. But we're also paying for text. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to buy this book anymore. I, I just I, don't. This is. I, it's. It's crazy. I'm. I'm somewhere in between. Um. I, I. I appreciated those moments. The arm wrestling. I appreciated the the video game moments. Like I, th- those felt fun to me because to Tyler's like to Tyler's point, it, it does help to explore those different dynamics in different situations, and um, uh, you know the the fact that they're shooting arrows at each other, I think is it's it's a, it's a bit over the top. Um, the arm wrestling again, it's uh, it's less stakes, but again, also over the top. And then in the end, it's like oh, they're they're dealing all this out with um, uh, over video games. Like it's silly that these are the challenges. And I found that some of that silliness fun. And ultimately, they still pull through because it doesn't matter what they do; they still love them. And I saw it also as a reflection of who potentially Trinity is going to become. Or the person that she ultimately becomes, like they are a trinity that's reflected in the um, uh, in, in the backup, and then uh, all of this is it's almost mirroring where you have your and, and he's been doing this pretty frequently, Tom King, where he's been having the initial moments be about you know, something related to Wonder Woman, then something with Steel, and the bounce, uh, all of it is kind of bouncing off of each other, and I thought it was constructed well from that standpoint. Um, I think some of the pacing could have been picked up. But I, I had fun in these moments, maybe not as much as some of the other issues, because for me, it's, it is still dragging a bit. But I, I understood what King was going for, and it, it, it played for me. The mirroring is a good, a good point to bring up, Marco, because I, I do like that part, too. Um, and in thinking about it, like the idea that Wonder Woman's this ideal and mm. the sovereign story is the reality. And that's the whole idea of like the ideal idea of America versus what's actually happening behind the scenes. Um, I think that's interesting. I think there's a lot of discourse online about is Tom King the right person to be 
talking about uh, ideal versus reality in America when it's an ex-CIA agent? Who knows? No. Um, but Allegedly. But listen. Well, he's not allegedly an ex-CIA. He no, is an ex-CIA agent. That's a joke. But listen, what Tom King has put down isn't that hard to decipher. You guys are right. acting like we've you guys are acting like we've missed the point entirely. We haven't. We're saying no. it's not working. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, not saying you missed it. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm enjoying it. Same. I I and then when you tack on that backup, man. Whew, wow. The kangaroos, dude? Oh my god, dude. The backups these, look nice, but I, I'm are, with aren't you. These yeah. Aren't these supposed to be like 35 to 40 year olds? <laughs> like yeah how old are they because they act like children they're batman and superman not damian wayne and john kent right so they're adult-ish at least you don't you don't even catch 12 year old damian talking like this like yeah this was bad mm, that's fair this okay, was that's fair. yeah really really bizarre one one thing, Marco, did you make a reference to the Sylvester Stallone movie Over the Top by saying the arm wrestling was over the top? Oh, no. I'll Marco's never seen that. Okay. Oh, I've right. never oh, heard of just, that movie. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. I just, um, I'm tired of Tom King. <laughs> I think, like. Look at this page. Look at this. How many uh, dialogue balloons, not balloons, but uh boxes do we need for the sovereign it's crazy i want someone to count the amount of tech of 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 boxes narration boxes that sovereign has had so far in all of his appearances this is insane on this one page alone 5 8 11 14 16 18 20 22 across two pages this is how, crazy how much dialogue has wonder woman had very select with their words. Do, do not like, read. Do not read Dangerous Street. Then, Sean. <laughs> oh, I was. I just picked every issue and put them to the side because I was going to make that one of my next reads. I love Tom King's work. By and large, I have. This is unbelievable. Like I don't understand how you can get away with an entire arc of nothing. An entire arc of nothing i'm in in the chat puts it down better than any of us have uh, my only issue is tom is playing the 50 issue game you can do that on batman or detective i don't know if wonder woman can afford that i'm with that batman started off way hotter than this that's a good point who's the last what's the last time we've seen a 50 issue wonder woman thing was it azarello was that even Probably, that much yeah it, I, I, think I it, don't it, think so. No, I think that book ended at like issue in, in the fifties. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. And I, I get listen. I don't know if I'm a fan of Sam Payer. What? Whoa! All right, all right. Can I kick him off the Zoom call, Sean? Is that okay? I Aww, just base. like wow. I can see what everybody likes, but. I just like it's just not doing it for me. Yeah, I feel like I just I kind of feel like I'm just looking at the clay man stuff. Can you just look at Wonder Woman right there? Yeah. Can we just look at that with the glasses there? Yeah. It's a 
fine. <laughs> like, I, like, I get it. It's just like, I don't know. There's it. There's not. I guess. I guess it's almost the opposite of Acuna for me. Huh? Whereas Acuna for me is like, it's almost too much substance. It feels like Samper is none. Uh, I mean, in the chat, that's a kale take. Emphasis on the L. <laughs> if any, Ooh. if nothing else, you have to respect Kale's honesty. And and Roboters does. And it could be, it could be, it could be the Tom King of it all. You know, sure. Like I don't want to sit through a comic book where people are playing video games, no matter how hot the women are. Agreed. Yo, they're just settling an injustice, dude. That was cool. Yeah, once I saw Atrocitus in there, I'm like, oh, they're playing Injustice. Yeah. I agree with Rami. I think King's strength is within a miniseries realm. I feel like the ongoings that King has done just haven't really connected, uh, whereas the minis are pretty good by and large. Although I will say I just read Batman Killing Time, and uh, I felt like I killed time. I felt like I wasted time reading that. That was <laughs> ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I pass on this. I... Really, really, really would not want to buy this anymore if, you know, it wasn't such a popular book. The art is insanely good, and I don't know if I can resist it, to be honest. But, man, this is so hard to read. I just can't. And I love Tom so much, and I hate to say these kinds of things, but I can't. I can't. I'm going to pull. This was nearly my pick of the week. If it wasn't my pick of the week, only because I think five was, and my pick was something different this week. Mm. Um, I'm loving this. Yeah, this is something I'm like I'm excited for each time. Yeah, hard pass for me. But oh, the next issue will wrap the arc, and then after that, that shit hits the pole. And if you guys want us to keep talking about it, we will. But that, yeah. that is the only way that's going to happen going forward. <laughs> but Marco's minions are going to have to do some fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Call upon them and they shall come. Yeah. Oh, boy. Is there any chance on Earth he is forced to leave the book or the book gets canceled? Look, it happened on Batman. Why not? Yeah, he, he left, yeah. He didn't leave. He was oh. asked to leave. Batman he was, was given also... Huh? But wasn't Batman bi-weekly at that point too? So there was a lot of issues for that run because he got I'm up past it was 50. like fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The wedding or whatever was supposed to happen at fifty, wasn't it? Sometime like mm, I think it happened. Yeah, I know there was a lot of issues. That's that much I know. Uh, only if sales are so terrible that DC is forced to. I doubt it though. Again, it happened. Hulk was outselling Batman. It's the biggest embarrassment of that year. Not because Hulk wasn't hot. It was very hot. But Batman is Batman, right? <sighs> oh, boy. All right. Listen, you guys wanted it. You're going to get it. We will now review the winner of the listener pick poll this week. John Constantine Hellblazer, Dead in America, number one. This is written by our boy, Cy Spurrier. With 
art by Aaron Campbell, <laughs> the incredible Aaron Campbell, Jordi Valera on colors, Aditya Bidikar on letters. He basically is our boy now. We're selling his work. We might as well, like... <laughs> I don't know if he would feel that way, at least not about me, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Go ahead, Marco. Tell the people what happened. Do your Pick of the week, lap. baby. Um, it's It feels like a nice continuation of Sai's previous run. Off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right he had away. a sentence. He had three words and it was done. Can't preface? <laughs> what are you prefacing? Like, that it's, tell it's the people what happened in the book. Uh, Constantine is, has left the UK because of what happened in the previous run. Uh, I'm not going to get into it because apparently prefacing is not welcome here. Uh, and then... In that case, he's looking for Swamp Thing because he needs some place to uh, rest and ultimately uh, get somebody on his side because he has to fight some sort of uh, demon. But that's all thrown into the mix because Sandman, Daniel specifically, Daniel Hall, has come to reclaim something from uh, uh, the the olden days, a pieces of sand from his pouch of sleeping dust um it's a great spin it, it flips the the typical constantine is the guy doing the sort of back in in the the back room dealings and tasks tasking someone else to do something um the art's been the art was excellent and from the first page it introduces you to a mix of horror and slapstick um i think this is a a, a good jumping on point for people who are maybe not as familiar with John Constantine because it all of the 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 track the trappings are here. I had a great time. Pick of the week. I think that's a good point you brought up. How it's a kind of a a flip flop of the traditional Constantine uh, dynamic. You know, it's also he's in America and like yeah. the magic is different there, uh, so he's out of his element. And and Constantine, I feel like he's always whether or not he lets you know it. Is always in his element. He figures it out, and I feel like he's playing behind the eight ball, eight ball a bit in here, uh, mm-hmm. and I like that. I also like how this is. It says Constantine, Dream of the Endless, and Swamp Thing. So like this is a Marco book through and through. Yes, it was um, so, I, I, I didn't expect the the Sandman stuff. Uh, he's on the cover, but I also didn't expect him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like like the depth to which he's involved. Oh, yeah. I guess he is. Right? Yeah, I didn't. It didn't. It didn't register to didn't me. Put either that together at all? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought this, the Aaron Campbell art is insane. Mm. Those pages, that, that page where it's a uh, dreams face, it was like the, the nine, uh, the nine panel page Yeah, and dreams faces in the background the entire time. So good. Or those pages where it, it just progressively decays Constantine to show that he's like sort of dying throughout this whole thing. Um, I like this a lot. This is good stuff. There's even visual gags that I really appreciated from Campbell. Um, the 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 most immediate one, or and maybe I'm reading into it, but right after the little girl comes in and says, "Welcome to America, dead man." The next panel is just uh, the the fountain of youth sort of pouring down. I read that as taking a piss. I thought I laughed out loud. Um, it, there's a lot here that's just good gags, good elements, um, well thought out. So, yeah, 
Um, excellent, excellent stuff. And is that is that Levi? Are we getting not, we're not getting Alec Holland. I think it might be Levi. I don't I don't know because he made reference to the house and not mm-hmm. I, I'm not assuming it's the house that um, you know historically is the the mansion, but rather I think the the stuff from new not prior to New Fifty Two, um, the the Vertigo things where it was like a plant house because he he mentions balance and nature and all that kind of thing. So I'm I'm assuming it's Alec Holland who has now. Uh, regressed and is part of the earth. He's been rooted, seemingly. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I, if it is Al, um, um, what is it? Levi. Interesting. Uh, I'm. I'm curious to see what what happens there. I tried to read this in good faith. Um, I really did. And I was reminded on. Let's see. I was reminded on page three when I saw this page that was full of text with only three images on it, but chock full of text. Uh, I realized and remembered why it is that I don't prefer certain writer. That's the recap. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to read it. We didn't it. need to. I didn't read it. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying that I don't want to see that kind of thing. That was just, that was a lot. Um, and then the rest of the book, I thought it was fine. I think the Aaron Campbell art is tremendous. Campbell has been one of my favorites for some time. Um, you know, it's it hits the exact right vibe. Campbell does horror amazing, but he also does the supernatural and sort of spiritual very well. We've seen him do all of those things throughout his career to great effect. And I've read the first, it was at least the first issue. I don't know if it was any more than that of their initial run um, Mm. many moons ago. I mean, I was challenged on, um, on this very show actually to read it and I did not like it. Um, It's just not my vibe and neither is this. It just isn't, I'm not going to rail against it. I don't, I'm not, I don't care to do that. I know that it's just me. This isn't for me. I don't like this sort of book. I think the humor is not funny. I don't like the British speak. There's just nothing here for me whatsoever. I didn't hate this. <laughs> right. Um, I think what Spurrier sets up here is really interesting. But again, that's, you know, I thought that with the flash at first too. So, um, my thing, same with the Flash. The things that make Constantine Constantine are changed here. Hmm. Constantine's from Liverpool, and this is probably just going to be a me thing. The British speak is wrong. Dude's oh. from Liverpool. He's from speaking Newcastle. like a Londoner. Is he Newcastle. Is it Newcastle? Either way, he's a northerner. And he doesn't talk like this. <laughs> so I guess in, in Hellblazer, he's from Liverpool. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Who's stationed in London. Yeah. It just like, so it, like, so not only is Spurrier leaning on the British, you know, and the accents and 
you know, doing that correctly in the Hellblazer tradition, he's doing it wrong. And as someone who I'm pretty sure is a Londoner, like, come on. It's just it's just another thing for me that's like, you know, this dude doesn't respect what the character is and has been and where they come from. And that bugs the hell out of me. And the British, the British is coming out of you right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've been to America. I've seen what you people have to offer, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> you people. <laughs> uh, but you know, I thought I, I, th- I thought the uh, the the uh, the bit where he he drinks from the supposed fountain of youth, like just in case. Like I thought that was a great Constantine bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. I, I I think there's there's definitely good stuff here, and I don't I don't agree that Spurrier has flipped the Constantine dynamic. You know where he's the one doing the tricking or whatever, because Constantine always gets caught, yeah. especially when he's playing against higher powers. He always gets caught. It's just a matter of time. Mm. So this is, you know, this is Dream coming in to come back and take what's his. Respecting the bit, but coming back and saying, you fucked around the wrong way. Sure, yeah, yeah. Have they never interacted since the original Sandman issues? I guess not. Um Wild. Yeah, seemingly not, and and he noted that there's an obvious difference because this is Daniel, not Morpheus. So, Tom account says, if you like compressed stories in Hellblazer, you'll love this. Otherwise, skip. I think that the best thing that I can say about Spurrier is that his work resonates with people for specific reasons, and he does the same sorts of things wherever he's at. So if you like Spurrier, then you're probably going to like this. And there are some decent, there's some, some decent stuff in this. I had a hard time with this book personally, but I can see, you know, where the fun stuff is and things like that. Um, So yeah, I would say, I would say, you know what you're getting yourself into with this. And if you enjoy Constantine or the trappings of a Spurrier book, yeah, this is, this is for you. I want to bring up a comment from Uncaged, uh, who said, as a new reader, I got warned off this because it's a whole universe. I'll probably never do the Sandman stuff. I wouldn't worry about the whole Sandman universe branding. It's not very – none of it really – they're all kind of one and done. So they don't really tie into each other. Um, it's more of like, hey, they're adult readers. Like there's going to be nudity and potentially you know cursing and stuff in it. Um, I don't see why it's not a black label book. Like it kind of just feels like a black label yeah. book. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, and and don't be afraid to dive into the the stuff because um, this is uh, this in particular isn't gonna affect the rest of the Sandman stuff unless you're interested in exploring that. I I personally would not start here with any of these characters. Uh, I think if you are interested in Constantine or you're interested in Sandman, you know there are places to start to get your feet wet because for me, 
as someone who's not initiated to every single thing about these individuals, there was a lot I was confused by. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you would have the same experience. Now, if you're feeling adventurous, feel free. But I think maybe easing yourself into it, seeing if this is your vibe, that might be a better play. Correction. It is a black label book, but it's also a Sandman universe help. It, there's a lot of labels for this book. <laughs> Yeah, Ahmed says it's a Sandman universe book with the Black Label logo and the Hellblazer title. Hell yeah. So, you know, I mean, fuck any continuity. Like, <laughs> DC is nuts. Like, is this in continuity or not? Probably not. No, I don't, I don't like, think. Like, it will be, it will be volume three of what the con, the, the Sysperier and Aaron Campbell books have been before. But that's it. Are those like, canon? The question, the question of is it in continuity is the most Hellblazer thing ever. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it is, Sean. I, I think it, it exists outside because it pulls from stuff prior to even like the, the 90s. So I'm, I'm not sure how related it all is. The whole is Sandman even canon is, is, a, is a debate as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oof. If you want like a good jumping in point for Constantine, there was a Ming Doyle and James Tynion um, Hellblazer Ooh. book with Riley Rosmo on art that was very good. Um, I think that was like was that good DC? I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I yeah. like Riley, Riley Rosmo a lot, so um, that's a more like DC Comics version. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pass for me, but I think you'll you will know if this is for you. It doesn't matter what I say. Okay. I'm gonna trade weight this. Kale, did you read the other the previous one? You, the whole I ha I have them both. I've read the first one. Okay. Yeah, it's an easy pull for me. Um, I'm excited for this book going forward. That that Hellblazer run was one of my favorites in recent memory. So, so good. I think it follows the Sandman pre-Flashpoint continuity. When Brightest Day happened, they're confirmed. They confirmed there are two Constantines. What the fucking hell? DC yeah, man? <laughs> yeah, one's one's old, one's young. Because one actually, because technically he no. ages oh, in his yeah. books, so he he's concurrently like realistically the the old Sandman or Constantine is like sixty something. Um, it's a whole and thing. that's that's who we see in Volume One, right? That's the the older one. At the beginning, yeah, and then yeah. and then the young one comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There's a lot. There's a lot there, Sean. That's, that's vertical I had for no you. Clue. Yeah. I did not know that at all. Dude, that makes me feel like when I first started reading comics and I bought like amazing Spider-Man or whatever. And I was like, wait, what are all these relationships? In fact, when I first started buying Amazing Spider-Man, Peter was married with MJ. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what the heck? They're married. The last time I saw these characters, MJ was a, a fake clone from Hydro Man, and Spider-Man had to travel the universe to try to find her. Is that when he like goes to grab her and she evaporates? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I it's never like knew context for that gift. <laughs> That's like the last episode of the, the series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching that on TV. Me too, bro. I was locked in. That was my stuff. But when I first started reading comics, I was completely confused. X Men Two, same thing. 
I, I remember being so unbelievably lost. And this comic made me feel like that. Like, whoa, there's years worth of context that I'm lacking for this to be effective. Uh, trade weight Spurrier kill must have a lot of free time. Mm -hmm. Don't don't worry, y'all. I've got uh, gift vouchers from Christmas. I'm gonna forget as soon as I leave here that I said I was gonna trade weight it. So it's gonna be like five years from now before I even get to the comic book shop. You're gonna meet him and he'd be like, "Oh wait, you did a second run on that thing, huh?" Oh. You're that guy with the doofy hair on that podcast. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, I hate you, mate. <laughs> I hate you. He can say that because he's he's in England. Yeah, he's allowed. He gets the pass. Gubna. Kel, what do you have earmarked for your gift cards? I don't know. I'm hoping to get some Rom V. But his indie stuff, his indie stuff is expensive. Yeah. It's like graffiti's wall. Graffiti's wall. I'm also thinking I gotta get the Layla Star trade. You have, wait, I thought you read that. I'm I've read it. Oh. I'd like to I'd like to have it. Oh my bad, my bad. I can have things, Marco. I apologize. Uh I'd like to see if uh rare flavors is out. I don't know if it is or not. It's still uh no, it's like issue three. Still coming out. Damn. Yeah. Um, I'm reading Monica right now, Kel. It's actually very good. Oh, what's that? Klaus. Klaus. Oh, um, that's a beast too. It's a fat format. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm having fun with it. It's it's a weird one, but it's good. Uh, I was thinking about I could that. do a Klaus. I'm a big boy now. I could do a Klaus. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is monsters, dude. Emily Emil Ferris recommend yeah that's one that's one i should get to man i would give you a recommendation but uh i don't have any <laughs> i don't have any honestly we yep. read everything good here what are the gift cards well for? and then the size barrier stuff wow are they just general <laughs> use gift cards or are they specifically for like books uh, they're for the comic shop yeah okay cool oh I have a tragic story about yeah. my comic book store. So when my wife and I met, um, we came down uh, for we came down here to Liverpool for Christmas. Um, and the comic shop Worlds Apart is a, um, uh, a sort of a shoot off branch of Forbidden Planet. Uh, which is the big sort of chain here. There's one in New York, but it's it was connected. Now it's not. It's a whole thing. Um, and the place was wall-to-wall -wall with comics. Like, it was tremendous. Upstairs is action figures. You go downstairs, you've got, you know, just the shelves lined with um, uh, comics, you know, trades. You've got your your singles, your floppies, your uh, everything. And the stuff goes back, you know, volumes and volumes. As the years have gone by, it's sort of gotten less and less. And so maybe, maybe last year, they made the big switch 
so the way it was set up is the the trays were lining the uh the wall uh the the outside wall of the basement and then the manga stuff was all in the middle this is a shop i took you to marco i was, I was um, trying to remember yeah. but when we uh but you know maybe a year or so ago they made the big switch and now all the manga they've got so much manga the manga lines the walls and they've got all the the dumb manga plushies and you know uh accoutrement um and the trades have way way shrunk down into one aisle Mm. um and it's current stuff and it's fine um but it it kind of sucks and so when I first started going there, they had like a normal amount of Funko Pops as well, you know, in like the action figure section. They had two or three big shells, you know, and then Funko started like, you know, they we had the explosion. And then they took up an entire wall and they got like fancy Funko Pop cases and stuff. And um, so I was walking by today and there was a great big Funko sign got the light bulbs in the you know in the fancy cursive writing great big funko and i looked at it and i said this is the death the death of worlds apart this is no longer a place i want to go (laughs) that's a bummer that sucks it's a lot there it was good store just I remember when you when you were taking me, you you had mentioned they they had just recently like yeah. done the shuffle and everything. And I was like, I, hey, you know what? Frankly, that's fine. I'm trying to find One Piece. Uh, yeah, it's great for manga, yeah. but dude, like, I, I go ahead. Well, you can tell they're chasing what sells, quote unquote. Yep. And, uh, I mean, that's what everybody says comic shops need to do, right? Diversify, diversify their asses right into Funko. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a similar experience at Midtown this week. I normally they're let you walk in and you walk a little bit, you know, towards where the trades are and all the way to the left, there's manga. You pass that it's all comics. They just made it to where it's all like toys and shit this week. Really? I was like, looking. Yeah. All toys. Wall? On the first floor, it's you know the fort the, the the midtown midtown midtown. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to dox myself. Fuck. Just there's all they just removed all the comics from there. It's like very sparse now. Wow. Yeah, I noticed that last time I was there, they started adding some of the toys that were on the second floor to that side of the wall. It was right next to like the supplies and stuff, where they used to have like the omnibuy. It's all toys now. Yeah. yeah. Or like maybe it was like ninety percent. It was a lot. It wasn't comics. I couldn't find what I was looking for by any means. Um, no chance. It's you a get, shame, man. It's a shame. Did you have to talk to someone and be like, "Hey, where's the newest issue of uh, John Constantine Hellblazer Dead in America number one"? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I was like, uh, no. Please. Just wonder. Where am I? Scrub. Um, he can smell it. You know what? I'm I got to come up with a graphic that. for this for this bit. I got to find a graphic for this. Ooh, right. I forgot what time it was. It's stack time. Stack time. I saw I saw a uh, 
a comment, a series of comments. I don't even remember who they were from or what channel they were on, but they were on our Discord server, which you guys should join, by the way. We've linked to it in everything we do. But they were trying to guess what my stack count would be. And that's so fun, right? Already, like that, that, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> so fun. You guys are you guys are amazing. The fact that you would take the time to think about my stack, it's beyond me. Thank you. Hey, yo. <laughs> I mean, Tyler, if somebody was thinking about your stack, wouldn't you be happy? You'd be flattered. I, I sent you a stack pick. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> so what... What do you guys say? What do you think it is this week? I was right last week. week, So, what was last week? Ten. Last week was eleven. Eleven. Yeah. See if it was like we were saying it was a. It's a light week this week. I think it's a light week this week. I'd like to say eight. Amin says slow week. Let's go with fourteen books. (laughs) Robotters goes with nine. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Miracle Man came out this week, so there might be an extra one added. Oh yeah, no. Um, Sean had to compensate for that ASM issue. Wow, what a disappointment. Mm-hmm. What a has, disappointment. Has anyone made like Wells. ASM ASMR videos on TikTok? It's just like the sound of Amazing Spider-Man issues. I knew you weren't going to be able to let that go and like say something like that, mm-hmm. and I wish you hadn't. I'm going to make the video now. I'm cornering the market. I'm going right. to say I'm going to say Boy, I gotta start looking at what comes out. I got. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say nine. Marco, would you say? Is it eight? I'm gonna say nine. Hmm. Wow, you guys are you guys are, are 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 saying those numbers as if I have myself under control. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go seven. Wow. We I, we went high last week, and last week was a big week. That's right. And you you undercut us. So this is true. This is true. All right. This is true with a smirk on his face. So the five books that we did for the show aside, oh, I got. Yeah. Eight's too low. <laughs> Already <laughs> fucked up. I forget. I, how, how did I forget? We do five books. <laughs> right. What am I just buying? Three other comics. Uh, <laughs> right. The Deviant, number three. Oh, that guy's uh, sweet. The first nice. one was great. Yeah. Yep. Yo, we could have uh, read instead of John Constantine. <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Uh, Einfield Gang Massacre. I got the wrong cover. I I wanted all the connecting covers. I broke my streak. I'm mad now. Might have to return this. They're doing a a signing at Forbidden Planet coming up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Green Lantern War Journal number five. Hmm. Can't skip out on this. It's been great. The book that should have won the listener pick poll. World's finest number twenty-three. Good question, actually, Sean. Because um, I don't think that I don't think Constantine won until like Wednesday. Yeah. Did you go to the shop on Wednesday or Tuesday? Uh, I guess you had to go Wednesday. Because all right, never mind. That was a dumb question. Tuesday, other books come out. So good. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number fourteen. I'm looking because what the fuck cover is this? Is this the main? This is cover A. This is so crazy. That's cover A. Yeah. Okay. They'd be like, wait, what the fuck book is this? Did I buy this? You didn't go for Dude, the, uh, the no, ROM that there? That happened to me. That happened to me like three <laughs> weeks ago. I was like, what is this? And 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 let me tell you something. I've been going through like my real stack stack, you know? The one here, not the one where I used to live. That's too crazy. But the one here, I was reorganizing. 
And I looked at some of those books and I was like, yo, what drug was I on when I bought this comic book? Why would I have this? When I when I went through your stack stack, Sean, you were it seemed like you were just getting the books. Like capital T. You were just getting the books. <laughs> My man's just walking down midtown, just Yep. Is that a big old sack? Bro, just, yep. <laughs> just Dude, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's. I can't. I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number ten. All right, so we're on eleven. I don't know why I'm buying that. Uh, Fantastic Four number sixteen. <laughs> don't ask me how many I've read of those. And X Men number thirty. Mm. So what's that? Thirteen. Thirteen. That's thirteen. Hound got it on hey, the nose. Okay, he, Hound. He predicted that. What yesterday? Right, like day in advance. Wow. Wow. Okay, Hound. Good shit. He's he's tapped in, locked in with me. How many books did everybody else buy this week? I want to know. I want to know who's got it worse than I do. You didn't pick up Superman, Sean? Superman what? Superman number 10? Lost? Nah. Normal Superman. Dude, I, I gotta stop. I got I can't like Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious about like what you decide to pick, because I know what you want to read versus it's a tough one. I feel your pain. Dude, it's like I've read I've read one issue of that shit. I can't. I can't. Bad. It's true. Oh, because it's like you you just said too? like Fantastic 4 and Guardians. Like you're buying them, but you're not you're you're not reading them. No, dude. He's a real no, Marvel fan, nuts, man. Maybe that's the distinction. Like I feel like in terms of like what we've read on the show, Superman would have a higher priority over uh, Invincible Iron Man. Is it just because you're a big Marvel guy that's like, I gotta? No, it's because Iron Man is a part of the overall Krakoan story. I can't miss that. Mm-hmm. And I gen- like, I genuinely liked it. I read the first five issues and I was like, oh, this is real good. And with Superman, I read the first one and I and I I stopped. So. I'm glad that I have the the infinite like DC just because I, I use this to be like, oh, I'm going to read. We'll read the first issue. I'll wait three months and I'll add it to the list. Dude, yeah, I'm, like I'm really okay. glad you have that too, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> you better be using it. Someone someone told me this week, uh, you know, you should consider digital. Like, what are you going to do all this? You know, like you know, run out of space. And I was like. Whoa, what do you mean? I'll stop reading comics. Consider digital. I can't do that. You will drown in comics before you go digital. Yes, I had to explain how you can lose your comics. I had to explain this. Mm, yeah. You can lose your comics. Yeah. I did. Right. People yeah, that I know in the community on this podcast have lost their books. That sucks. It's not going to happen to me. I have all of mine. Every single one that I've bought since the year 2004. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to get a storage unit, and like or a matchbook. <laughs> wow. No, we talked last week about people that eat comics. Listen, my number. I mean, you can DM me, and and we can talk about this. If you have Pika, call Sean. What's we have that? to get on. Pika is like the mental disorder uh, disability where you eat uh, random things, like my strange addiction. 
I was going to say, I need to get somebody on my strange addiction. Yeah. <laughs> that girl who eats mattresses or whatever. Yeah. Help yeah. me. What? Although, you ever look at like a mattress cushion, you're like, I kind of want to just chew on it. Maybe not eat it, but like just, no? Okay. Um, oh. Oh, Weatherman number one came out this week. All right. Um, I almost bought that. I almost put that in the poll, but I was like, who the hell is going to know what this is? I don't even know what it is. I mean, oh. I know what it is. Yeah. But I'm 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 I've read the first issue or two. Marco, why don't you use your powers to do good books? We did. I don't understand. Weatherman. I mean, that first Weatherman. Was, that's, that's a good book. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, the second one it, it dipped a little bit, but um, I, I would have liked it for. Uh, yeah. Aaron Ruiz, Sean Hat, hard carrying the comic book industry. Me and Atomic Hound. <laughs> We're doing we're doing the Lord's work, as they say. Uh, Sean, keeping me guessing. Next week, I'm going to do double digits. Come on, yeah, you you go single digits. You think I'm there yet? It's only January 18th. Okay, I'm not cured, guys. Here, yeah. Here's here's the thing. Like, how can we help you? Open youth we, center for him, maybe. You could put some funds into that. We already have to put in minimum half his stack. Right. So, like, what's what what is our contribution here, dude? I don't know. I really don't like five books. Right. One of them is a listener pick. That's a crapshoot. It could be something that I was already going to buy, but it could also be something like Sandman, Hellblazer, which I would never buy. Right. So four books I want generally. Not even that. Not even that. That's not even always true. Yeah. I gotta get my shit in. But also stuff like Fantastic Four and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that, Kale. I can't stop. I think I, you should I'm buy more. Gonna keep, I, I, the, well, that's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I've been setting aside all these books, and I'm what I want to do. Is I want to let everybody in on my journey this year as I make a genuine effort to catch up on everything that I'm behind on. So I'm trying to collect and put everything together. So I've got all these fantastic fours, right? What happens is I have I, – I don't even want to say the amount of comics that I probably have. But what happens is I've got fantastic four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, 10, 11, mm. 14, right? Mm. So I have to go through every single comic book to find the three fantastic fours i'm missing or i can't read it what if you took a week off to catch up a week off from what this podcast yeah you just you just lock yourself away catch up how far you think oh. you can get? how far could i get it wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't make a dent because the problem is you know, you can only read so many comics in a week, and then I'm getting X amount of comics every week. So it's like I'm running uphill. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Rami says, Sean, how many floors does your house have? It's an it's a one you know it's an apartment. So I I, I don't have all the space in the world. You know, he's, he's on sure, a floor, but he's sure what? acting like he lives in the TARDIS. <laughs> Yeah, one of the rooms is just comic books too. So, I wish. I you wish. You think about my making lives... furniture? Mm, no, no. Okay. My <laughs> uncle lives in a in a in an apartment with six rooms, and I'm like, "Can you free a room up? Can you free up a room so I can use it for That's my comics?" Beat. 
That's where Bean keeps all his comics. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All those Joker variants and you know, <laughs> dude, all those fucking art germs, uh-huh. all those art uh-huh. germs, all those fucking what's his name, um, Milo Minara, Milo Minara, yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 all those high art ones. Yeah, do you have the yep. Spider Woman one? Hell no, I don't. I don't actually own any Milo Minara's. <laughs> or not? Oh, oh, Bean, Bean. Bean. Sorry, yeah. I got, I got, I got the the letters I, mixed up. Yeah. yeah, I definitely don't. But Bean, yeah. he's not. He didn't. He doesn't either. So Atomic yeah. Hound said, let's talk deficit, catch up reads, et cetera, and see if Sean makes progress. Sean, is there any way you can give us a number? On, uh, not now, obviously, but could you get us a number that's in your stack and we can get progressive updates? Absolutely not. It would be impossible. <laughs> that would not be a possibility. My girlfriend said, oh, I guarantee you that there are hundreds of comics in an individual pile. And I said, what What are you talking about? Of course there's not. That's an insane number. How could you think that? And she's like, no, there definitely are. And I'm like, no, they're not. I'm going to count right now and prove you wrong. So I grabbed not the full pile, but I grabbed a piece of the pile. And I got to around 60, right? And I said, okay, you're right. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I stopped. You know, I, found, I think I know the solution. What if there was a podcast that just told you everything that happens in the books? Then I wouldn't have to read them. <laughs> then I can save money and space. You're right, Tyler. Maybe yeah. someone should do something. We like should that. do something like that. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with the poll one last time before we cut out. So, this is the poll for next week. You guys get to have some sway on one of the books that we'll be reviewing on next week's edition of Pals Polls. And right now, Oof, okay. right now. We've got the Holy Roller at 8%, Immortal Thor at 20%, so that jumped since we started, the Flash at 24%, but the Beast World, which I believe is the finale, if not, it's close to it, Beast World 5, 48% of the vote so far. Wow. I tell you what I'm going to do since Thor is a contender now, I'm changing my vote. I put it for Thor. Yeah, I put it in for Thor. Thor. Yeah. Yeah. So now Flash and Thor are tied at 25%, 24%. I don't know, man. That's feeling like a Bernie Sanders type vote. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? That's yeah. feeling like an independent type vote. Word it is. That's vote your right. heart, Sean. I mean, Kale, <laughs> vote, vote your heart. I mean, Thor was my heart. I said that earlier. Oh. I might I might vote Thor. I'm going to see where the winds go. I'm going to see where the winds go. But I I think I'm going to go with Titans because we need we need to make sure. We just <laughs> do, need to make sure. Do we? I think we do. I think we do. Ghost Machine is next week. Next week is a huge yeah, week. That's not I'm I no, that's yeah, that's not on the poll. That's in the in the actual Stack. body of the episode that is in the stack as it were thank you in fact if you guys want a sneak peek uh x-force 48 we're gonna check in with that we haven't checked into x-force in years uh that but is... this is the final <laughs> it's the final arc they're going for beast i feel like you could read the first couple of arcs of find... x-force Jesus. and the last one now they're going for beast and like you get it damn i might that that cover yep. is good Cool that guy, is right? one. Yeah. That is a great cover. That's a real good cover. Oof, yep. I like it a lot. Amin, Amin says I had to betray Flash this week, Marco. Thor too hot. 
This might be the fall of the minions. Yep, hey, the we, fracture. We won this week. We, won this we got, got Thor Thotties over here. <laughs> Thor Thotties. Was it Kale's Kale's Consortiums? No, it's Kale's Wards, remember? Oh, that's right. Kale's Wards. Can't remember who came up with that. Tyler's, oh, well Tyler's done. Twinks. Oh, God. Or Twunks. Uh, we're also going to be talking Gods. Gods 4 comes out next week. Resurrection of Magneto. I'm very excited for this one. This is Al Ewing's End of Krakoan Era book. So that's going to be great, I would imagine. Um, And uh, Ghost Machine number one. Ooh. It's a two, two, two owl week. Is it? A, oh, yeah. A, du- a dub owl feature. If Immortal Thor is able to win. Yeah. So we can get a oh, double feature. Oh, right. A yeah. dub owl feature. <laughs> so do you want a dub owl feature? Or do you want Cy Spurrier's dru- uh, dr- Cy Spurrier's Flash again? <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I just don't want to be me. And I'll remind you, it's an issue five. If you guys don't like World's Finest 23, because you already know what happens, like Flash 5, come on. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. Come on. We'll see you guys then. Well, really, we'll see you this Saturday. Next time we'll be live with you is this Saturday at 10, 15 a.m. Eastern. Come have fun with us on the main show. We're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of fun. Uh, new Jason Aaron book was announced. If you guys don't know about that, we'll have some things to say on that front and many other things. Uh, and then, of course, right back here Thursday for Pals Pulls, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to hear us review the books we just talked about and the book that you will vote on in the listener pick poll, which you can do at youtube.com slash the comics pals under the community tab we want to see those votes go up even higher this week we had a record amount of voters we can do even better than that so if you're a listener of this podcast you need to make sure you rock the vote and uh we'll see you then take care guys see you next week